0: Welcome back to another episode of the Blissful Biz Podcast. I'm your host Susanna Riker and I have a website with the domain Susanneriker.com. You might already know that. I just rebranded my website a few weeks ago and it's absolutely beautiful. It's more streamlined, it converts well and I've gotten so much great feedback. I know that building a website can be such a big undertaking and I wanted to share with you my process and everything I did, why I made some of the decisions I made, where I got tripped up and why and what you really need when you are putting your own website together. Before I get into all this good stuff, I wanted to share with you that I just updated my free masterclass, How to DIY Your Dream Website. If you haven't watched it yet, definitely check it out. You'll find the link to the sign-up page on my homepage susannereicher.com and I'll also add it to the show notes. In this free masterclass, you'll learn a simple process for branding and designing your website to match your personality, six elements to add to your homepage that will help you convert your website visitors into paying customers, and finally, my step-by-step process for building your website. The best? This is a pre-recorded training that you'll have instant access to. You can start learning how to DIY your website right now and finally get the website you and your brand deserve. Go to Susannereike.com to sign up and now let's dive into this episode. Let me take you behind the scenes of my website redesign so that you get a picture of the process I went through and how you can sip through this process if you want to update your website. Let's get to it. So why did I update my website? After all, my old website was only one and a half years old and looked great. Still, really, I got a lot of compliments for it. I also want to say this. I don't think you need a super fancy website with a lot of bells and whistles. If you create great content and offers, you really can be successful without having the prettiest website and I've seen tons of examples for this. That doesn't mean you should keep your mediocre website. I'd love for you to have a beautifully designed stellar website that converts for you. Still, I don't think that includes a lot of bells and whistles, a lot of time or a lot of money to create. So how do you know if it's time for a refresh? Obviously, if you don't have a website, yes, it's time to create one. But if you already have a website, you might be thinking about refreshing things. Here's my question for you. Is your website working for you? Is it doing what you want it to do? If the answer is no, then it's likely time for a rework. Or are you in a different stage of business or offering something different? That's also when you might want to update and refresh things. For me, because I'm a website designer, having a great website feels more important. And there were a few things I wanted to change, for example, being more strategic in directing people to my best content. Still, if I tell you the truth, the redesign wasn't strictly necessary. And I know myself, I can start procrastinating just like you might too and focus on things in my business that don't really help me move forward. So here's what I did. I realized that this was more a passion project for me than a business forward moving task. So I put it in my yearly plan for a month where I was in between promotions and I decided that I would be doing some of the work in the evenings and on weekends. I know, I know it's crazy, but working on my website redesign really felt more like a hobby than work. I know I'm weird that way. If it's you and you are thinking about redesigning your website, I want you to first think about if it's a step that will help you move your business forward. For example, if you're not earning any money yet, it might be more important to set up some workshops or sell private classes. Simply consider that you might want to work on your website instead of creating new offers because there's for example fear holding you back from putting yourself out there and start selling. It happens to the best of us. This doesn't have to be the case. It might be totally necessary for you to update your website. Just be aware that there might be mindset issues involved. Next, put it in your calendar. Set a deadline. You need to plan for it, otherwise it's going to drag on and on and perfectionism will stop you from ever launching. You keep putting it off and putting it off. You need to schedule it in. Okay, after I created my plan and my schedule, it was time to start developing my new website. So I already have a website and obviously I wanted to keep my website live while I was working on my new website. So here's what I did. I created a copy of my existing website, so a duplicate, and installed it on a subdomain. A subdomain is, for example, testsuzannereike.com. I think I use new I think you can create a subdomain with pretty much every hosting provider and the subdomain behaves just like a normal domain. So, this applies to WordPress. If you use Wix or Squarespace or another website builder, it's a different process. Um, They don't have subdomains and you have to get in touch with their support. There are free plugins to help you migrate your website to a new installation. For example, a plugin called Duplicator. But this one didn't work for me because I already have a lot of content and I used the premium version of the updraft plus plugin instead and that worked perfectly. So I didn't start from scratch, I built on my existing content. This makes doing a redesign so much more efficient because obviously all the content was already there all my pages and forms and nearly 150 blog posts. After all, I wanted to keep the majority of my existing content. I just wanted a redesign, not a complete relaunch. This was easy because I was using the same premium theme again that I use for all my websites, all my client websites, and it's what I teach you in my course Blissful Websites. It's the Avada theme and I love it. If you are going to use a different theme for your new website, or you don't have a lot of content yet, it's probably smarter to start with a clean slate, set up a new WordPress installation, install your theme, and then start building your page. Next I thought about what I wanted to change in the design. I couldn't do a new photo shoot to get new pictures from my website due to the pandemic, so I knew I was going to use my existing photos, but less of the older ones from a photo shoot that's already a few years ago. I wasn't happy with my logo and the fonts I used on my old website. The logo it was just a bit too trendy for me with the watercolor style swoosh behind a handwritten font. I wanted something simpler and cleaner and I also wanted more space for the content and my navigation header with the menu on the top of the page to not take up so much space. So I found a handwritten font on Creative Market that I love. It's called Coral Blush and I actually saved this for my website, I think, for at least three months before I used it. And then I decided to use just one font for my website, the Montserrat font. I use it for my logo, which is now a very simple text logo, only my name in capital letters in the Montserrat font. And I also use it for my headlines and body copy. I love that font and I love that this automatically makes my website look so much cleaner and more modern. Those are really simple changes that you can do for the whole website, so those changes will automatically show up on every page. Like if you change the font of your body copy, it will automatically be the new font everywhere on your page, unless you hard coded a font in HTML or CSS and thus overwrote the theme settings. Next I designed my new homepage. I created a new page and I started building my homepage. I added all the elements I teach you to use like a header image, a short welcome text, my main offers, a freebie sign-up form, testimonials, a promo box for my podcast and selected podcast episodes. And here I changed something. Before I always showed my latest podcast episodes. I changed this to show a selection of my favorite episodes, actually my most popular episodes. Why did I do this? Well, when someone new comes to my homepage, I want to show them my best content. You can compare it to your shop window. Here you want to show your best stuff, so people come in and hopefully buy something. You could also show your latest stuff, but it might be that you just got a delivery of I don't know, white sneakers. And if you show only white sneakers in your shop window, people might not see that you are actually offering all kind of sneakers in many different colors. And they might just walk past your shop window and not venture inside. Okay, that's a wide example, but I think you get what I mean. We all have content that's better. My podcast episodes, some are great, some are just okay, some are maybe only interesting for a very niche part of my niche audience. So I selected my most popular podcast episodes, tagged them as favorites and added those to my homepage. I also added my courses and membership to my homepage so people can see right away that I'm offering online courses. And I cleaned up my footer, that's the part that you see on the bottom of every page. I show my Instagram feed in it and then I just have a line with my copyright and legal links and icons that link to my social media profiles. So, that's the homepage. The biggest change here was the new content and of course I played around with new elements and background colors and selected different images, so I just loved working on it and experimenting, trying to design things that I've seen somewhere or just had in my head. This takes time. So, it's great if you enjoy this process like I did. If you don't really, I recommend that you follow a template, like for example the homepage templates that I created for my course Blissful Websites, follow that and keep it simple. Then I went through my other content pages like that. I cleaned up my about page. There's a lot less copy on it now because who really wants to read all that, right? Instead I'm linking to some of my most personal podcast episodes where I share my story. And what I didn't do is change the setup of my blog posts, even if I was tempted. 150 blog posts and podcast episodes, that's a lot, and I didn't want to touch them all. I was thinking about adding a sidebar for a hot minute, but that's why I decided against it and I now only have that on my blog overview page. It would have been a nightmare job to change that in every blog post and that's where I decided it's not important enough and my time is better invested on other tasks. I also cleaned up my offers. I experimented offering coaching calls and website reviews on my website, but to tell the truth, I wasn't really excited about doing this and that's probably why nearly no one signed up for this. It wasn't successful, so it had to go. And now I'm only offering website design as a one-on-one service because I really enjoy doing that and my online courses and memberships. If you are offering things because you feel you should, but they don't bring you joy, I'd like to invite you to take a close look at those offers and see if maybe you cannot offer them anymore. I can tell you that it feels really liberating saying no to things that don't bring me joy. Okay, so how long did this whole redesign take? I just had a look at my time-tracking report and, altogether, I spent 27 hours on my new website. Actually, this is more than I would have expected. Looking back, it seems like I really only did a few things, but but yeah, there probably were some long evenings involved. It really was a passion project for me and I wanted to get it right. I'm still learning so much about website design with every project I'm working on, so it feels like time invested wisely. I'm totally in love with my new website and I'm sure it will help me grow my business and also get more premium website clients who are willing to invest more. If you want to check it out now, you got curious go to suzannereicher.com and then let me know what you think. Okay, now, when you are considering doing a redesign of your website or even get started with your website, here are some questions you should ask yourself first thing. Number one, what's the goal of the website? What does it need to do? Number two, where do you want to lead your customers? Once they come to the website, then what? Where do you want them to go? What do you want them to do? Next, how you can make it easy for your website visitors to lead them down a path and get the most value. And finally, how do you plan to convert your traffic on your website? What are you doing to get them on your email list and then eventually into your programs? These are some initial questions you should think about because those answers will influence how you set up your navigation, your content and your offers. For me, getting people onto my email list and into my funnels is most important right now. It's where my strategic focus lies. So I have a lot of free offers, like free masterclasses and freebies. I have freebies in my main menu with a page where I list my most important freebies that people can get. And I use an info bar on top of my page to get people to sign up to my free DIY Your Website Masterclass. For you, it could be something different. It could be your private classes offer that you want people to sign up for. Or if you focus on retreats, it could be that. The point is, you need to know what your goal is. What do you want to achieve? So I'm still experimenting. I'm working on my product series, the courses and membership I'm offering to my audience, and I might change things. For example, right now I'm still selling my membership and my website course directly from my website, but I might change that. I am seeing that sending somebody who's new to me, who doesn't know me yet to a really long sales page, doesn't convert. It may convert one or two people, but... If instead I get people into my free masterclass where I share free, valuable, strategic content, then I'm seeing much better conversions when people do finally get to my sales page. I'm in it for the long haul and I want to make sure I'm not all about buy my stuff, buy my stuff. I want to first make sure you are really ready to buy build your website or grow your audience or create a course. That's why I decided I might slow things down a little bit. And yes, so you just need to experiment. I know you're always thinking, at least I hope you're always thinking, how you can apply what I'm teaching now to your own stuff. Maybe you feel that if you get people to the sales page, you convert at a pretty high rate and don't need to woo them a little bit. If that's the case, by all means, experiment with that. You've got to do what works best for you. I like to teach you what I'm doing in my business so you can at least try it on for size and see if it's something you want to do. Okay, now I want to make it actionable for you. If you are ready to update your website or to get started, here's what you need to do. Step number one, create a project and plan it. Will you DIY your website, for example, with the help of my course Blissful Websites? Will you hire a website designer? Plan it out in different phases and set a deadline. That's the first step and it's really important. Step number two, get clear on your goals. What do you want your website to achieve? How do you want to convert your visitors into clients? All the questions I just shared with you. Step number three, create a style guide with your logo and fonts and colors or a detailed briefing for your website designer. Look at other websites, analyze what you like and what you don't like, take some screenshots, bookmark them. This will really help you get a picture in your head of what you want to build instead of looking at a blank page with no clue what you should do. If you need new pictures, you could also schedule a photo shoot. This will always make a huge difference. Step number four, set up your development page. For example, a subdomain when you already have a website or your new domain and a coming soon page so you can work on it in private. And then step number five, start designing and creating your content. And there you go. If you don't have a website yet, you really need to get started with it. In this day and age, you definitely need a website. I call this your central hub. You never ever want to rely on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube as your central hub. They can change dramatically today or over the next year and you are going to lose your momentum. Do not bank on anything that is not yours. I think you need a website 100%. But as I said before, I don't think you need a super fancy website. It doesn't need to have a lot of bells and whistles. But it should represent you well. It should be easy to navigate and have a clean and modern look and feel. I think that is important for all of us. Here are the four things you should focus on to have a great website. First, you've got to make sure you have great copy on your website, whether you write it yourself or you hire a copywriter. I write all my copy myself, actually, and I'm not a native English speaker, I'm German. So if I can do it, you can do too. But you need to put some time and energy in it. Second, you've got to get some great photos done of yourself either with a professional photographer or ask a friend. Look for a space with good light, dress nicely and put on some makeup and snap away. I hate every minute of photo shoots, to tell you the truth, but I do think it's incredibly important and it makes a huge difference. Third, you need a website designer or a template that you can follow. I don't think you need to hire a website designer when you're just starting out and not earning any money yet. That's why I created my course Blissful Websites and in this course I show you step by step how to build your website and it will make your life so much easier. What I don't recommend is that you simply try it yourself without any help and guidance. Unless you really already have a background in design or marketing or you have someone to help you. And finally, make sure you focus on a way for people to take the next step with you. Sometimes people use their website like a library chucked full of content. They then forget they need ways for people to join their email list and in some cases buy from them or contact them. You need to make sure you are clear on the next step. And there you have it. Everything you need to know to refresh your website or get started building your website. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to sign up for my free masterclass, How to DIY Your Dream Website, where I share more with you how you can design a great website, like how to choose your colors and what to put on your homepage. Go to susannereike.com to sign up. And I'll also add the link to the show notes. $5,000 online bootcamp and you can save your spot for this free virtual event when you go to my website com forward slash bootcamp that's susannerieke com forward slash bootcamp. I'm going to go live every day from Monday to Friday with a live training on how to elevate your vision, choose your profitable niche, amplify your content, nail down your